You're going to let your I ain't years run into your I can't years. Dion Cole. And It's A Word Podcast starts now. Hey, 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 what's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to the It's a Word Podcast. It's your girl, Golden, and it is Tuesday, February 25th. It's still Black History Month. It's still Black History Month. We still have a couple of days, so don't put your, you know, Black Black History paraphernalia away yet, okay? And besides, Black History is 365, so whatever. Hey, sis, how you doing? I am so grateful that you're here, you dear listener of mine. I'm grateful that you're taking the time out of your day to say, ooh, let me tune into the Issa Word Podcast with Golden talking about today. Let me see what this girl's going to be talking about today because I do have something to share with you. I hope your week is starting off on the right foot. I hope that you're having a good time. I hope you had a good weekend. Um, And you know what, guys? Thank you for your patience. Uh, with my previous episode... Um, from both of them from last week, it was, it was rowdy. Like (laughs) I was scrambling. I'm like, uh, uh, I am delivering this podcast. Come hell, high water, children climbing on top of me, no matter what I am coming through. And guess what? Today I am by my lonesome and I can talk to you in peace until the couple of, in, in a couple of hours, I get back to mommy duty mode. But welcome to the It's a Word podcast. I hope you're feeling well. I hope that um, things are working out in your favor. And uh, let's get into it, right? <clears throat> so I'm, I'm having a, you know, in case you're wondering, I'm having a great week. I had a good week, you know, granted, you know, it wasn't a, it was a very productive week. I was very excited about, and I think I said that already. I was very excited about what I'm, what I'm planning, my plans, revisiting my goals, you know, like kind of doing an inventory of my life. And um, things look, they kind of look um, on the up and up. Now, I'm starting off the week, you know, pretty busy still also. But, you know, it's good. It's good to be productive. It's good to have things to look forward to because that's what life is about. It's about upgrading. It's about progression. It's about um, um, making, um, you know, forward movement. Now, uh, let's get into it. You know, um, in that... On the flip side, a very more, a more, I want to take a more somber tone for the next few minutes. 2020 has really been claiming lives so far. It's only been a month and a half. I mean, it's going to go on two months actually because we're entering March soon. Um, yeah, we lost some more people. And it's crazy. It's, you know, during Black History Month, you know, it's, it's, um, it was pretty impactful for us to um lose people this year cultural figures cultural icons um just yesterday on 224 if you did not know it was kobe um, bryant's uh, memorial um it took place in the staples center in los angeles and they were celebrating his life the life of his daughter gianna and the other seven people that lost their lives in that tragedy as well. And I I was I was out and about because I think on the because I'm on the East Coast, so it was scheduled to um 
be live on air on TV and all that good stuff from like, I think it was 10, no, 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 one o'clock to two 30. And I missed it cause I was out and about, but, um, I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna catch the, I'm gonna catch the live online or I'll, I'll watch the replay. When I got home, I was looking, you know, I was pulling things up. I saw a lot of things on my YouTube feed and I saw, you know, highlights of the the uh, memorial. Beyonce sang, Alicia Keys, notable people in the industry such as Michael J- uh, Jordan, um, you know, gave speech. And then his wife, Vanessa Bryant, delivered. And let me tell y'all something, okay? It's going to take me a minute before I watch it because I could not handle it. I just could not handle it. I was honest with myself. I wanted to be on board with the rest of the world. Apparently, they shut down Los Angeles for that particular um, span of time to honor the man. And I couldn't do it. I saw a snippet of Vanessa Bryant's um, delivery, the, the, the remembrance speech that she gave. And I couldn't. I just, I just couldn't do it. Emotionally, I wasn't ready for that. It, you know, it's like we was reliving the whole thing and I just, it was very, it's, it just reminded me of the tragedy, the pictures and all of that stuff. It was just very awful situation. So I decided that I was going to like wait when I'm a little bit more, a little bit stronger or maybe when I, you know, find another time where it dies, the, the emotions of it, not that it will die down, but watch it another time. But it, would, it apparently was very beautiful. It was very honoring um in addition to that uh yesterday the renowned mathematician Katherine Johnson she was the inspiration actually her character was played by Taraji P Hansen on Hidden Figures um in honor of her contribution to science and math and her work with NASA um she passed away yesterday but she was 101 years old what a blessing. I mean, you know, it's sad that she passed away. Death is sad regardless. I know a lot of times um, people say, oh, well, they had a good life. You know, they died in the 90s. They died in the... But, you know, living leaving Earth is not, you know, it's not a good feeling when you lose somebody you love or, you know, somebody passes on. But 101, what a blessing. What a life. And as I read in one of the posts <clears throat> that was dedicated to her, she was blessed to get her roses while she was alive. They had they did a bunch of dedications for her, acknowledged her. The movie, she got to see the movie made of her story and her name came back to the surface as a as a historical figure and a contributor contributor to black history. And this is it makes me feel good to to know that, you know, like sometimes people pass away and they don't get their flowers while they're here and she did. So she she's gone. Um, she transitions. Um, and also, another sad story of someone who passed away was B-, B. Smith. If you don't know B. Smith, B. Smith was a model and a lifestyle, cultural lifestyle back in the days. Um, actually, she was more than just, yeah, she was a lifestyle brand. She used to be, a, I think, also a, an editor, editor-in-chief for Essence. I remember when I was growing up, when I was looking at Essence, her picture was there and she would have like an op ed, an editorial an editorial and um very you know very renowned as well and she passed away she had suffered alzheimer a couple of years ago and it deteri- it deteriorated um and she lost her life this week to alzheimer 
And, you know, that's also a sad story. She was, there was a lot of controversy. Um, then I want to get into it because it defeats the purpose of honoring her and, you know, respecting that she transitioned. But there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes with the what her, her husband was doing. He's the one that actually released the information of her passing um, publicly. So, you know, rest in peace to B. Smith. Rest in peace to Katherine Johnson. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, to Gianna Bryant. And, you know, much love to the families that are affected of all and to the seven people who lost their lives, of course. You know, they're not... They are not to be forgotten as well. And, um, you know, let us, you know, continue on in our respective ways and understand that life is truly so precious, so fragile. I was thinking about it this morning again. I said, wow. I said, you know, it's very true that you do not know what you have until it's gone. You live life on the day to day and life is just what you have. When I, and I don't know if I said this before, but when I wake up in the morning, one of my affirmations slash meditation slash prayers that I make is I thank source for my life. I thank source and I call it the gift of life. You know, we have things in our possession sometimes and we're like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, I have that sweater, I have that car. You know, it's my, oh, it's my, you know, like, for instance, my car. Yeah, let's talk about my car. Not to segue in a weird way, but, you know, the car, you get in here, you drive, you go where you need to go. You don't think about it. You just put the key in the ignition. You just know you have your car parked outside the house. It's there when you need it. And then one day, you come in, you put your um the car in the ignition, and then the car makes a weird, like, stall or a weird noise. And you're like, what is that? I can't drive the car today or something is wrong or you get on the road and it's doing like weird sounds and then you realize, oh no, I don't want my car to go nowhere. I need my car. I love my car. I don't want to take the bus. <laughs> I don't want to walk. And it's interesting because that's what happened to me incidentally. I like I got in the car the other day and it was stalling and then there was a huge fear that the transmission was going. So, you know, I, I actually just came back from the um, having it, um, you know, um, diagnosed, not diagnosed, I'm sorry. I had to take it to the dealership to kind of for them to do the reprogramming because there was a, incidentally a recall on the transmission. But anyway, that's a, that's a sidebar to life. But what I was trying to say is, is that all of a sudden my car became the most valuable thing in my life. And I remembered that I needed my car to get around. <laughs> so same goals. I mean, not same, exact same. It's just an analogy. But life is to be lived Life is really a gift and it's not until you either have health issues or somebody loses their lives that you're like, wow, you know, life is really, it's really a gift. So yeah, that's the word on that. Now, guess what, sis? I'm on my eighth episode. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited. I'm two episodes away from the 10th episode of It's A Word Podcast. I'm proud of myself, if I do say so myself, pat pat on my back. And I'm grateful for you to listen because, and the reason why I'm saying I'm excited on my eighth episode is because I really, when I started this journey on doing It's A Word, I really wanted to commit and really find a way for my voice to um, impact people who listen to me and that I can share my experiences, my my um, epiphanies in a way where it can help you and even me. Because sometimes when I talk, when I do this, when I do the um, podcast, 
it kind of brings out a certain level of, it gives me a certain level of therapy. And I really like doing this because, and I may be, I may become, I may be coming across a little bit unorthodox. I don't have a real true structure yet. I don't really have a, 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 uh, you know, like the, the best equipment or whatever, but it, to me, it's like, I want you to consider this as my checkup phone call to you. Okay, like good, good girlfriend's gonna call me on Tuesday and on Friday to make sure I'm okay. We're gonna just talk about what's going on, have a little chit chat, have a little bit of laughter, and then we're gonna go about our days, right? Right. So I'm excited that um, It's a Word podcast is coming along, and I'm looking forward to what it's going to become. And you're gonna be right there with me, right? Right. What else happened over the weekend? Um, very, you know what? It's not that there's no, there weren't no news in cultural, you know, news that I, it's just that I wasn't paying attention much this week because I was doing things and this past weekend, but I know the NAACP Image Awards was on. It was very star-studded. A lot of people got their dues or were, you know, honorary mentions such as Rihanna, for instance, who got the president, it's called the President Award. I think it's the highest form of honor in that, um... Rihanna really is, 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 has come into her own beautifully. She just want to make a note of that. She's really making herself a little bit more obvious as a philanthropist and a speaker of, of things that matter. And I really admire that about her. Um, so, yeah, it was very star-studded. I saw that. I didn't watch it because, you know, I don't really do awards like that, like sit down and watch awards. But... Um, from what I saw, there was like uh, Blackish, the Blackish cast. They got their dues. They won for best comedy, best actor, best supporting actor. Like everybody in there was like one little. I can't even call her little. Oh my god! I remember when I was watching Blackish, um, the first three seasons, and then I fell off. But Marcia was so small; she was so tiny. Marcia Martin or Marseille, excuse me, it's pronounced Marseille Martin. She was tiny peanut. Oh, she was adorable. And now she's grown, blossomed into, I think she's like 15 years old. She blossomed into a beautiful boss girl. Okay, let me tell you, this girl is like talking about, she's an actress. She's a producer. She's having her own production company. I mean, blessed blessed be her parents for really instilling that black girl magic, that black girl confidence, that black girl's rock spirit in her because she is she is exuding so much beauty as a person she's magnificent so um she got like three awards you know because i saw the picture where she's holding a three and she has like she's like the cutest dimples oh i just can't i just could just hug her i could just bite her she's so pretty but yeah so it seemed to have been a good um a good thing that happened over the weekend um what was raging on social media was Erica Badu's um, pussy incense. Yes, that's what I said. Pussy incense. If you didn't know, if you lived under a cultural rock, Erica Badu crafted incense to smell like her vagina and sold out in 19 minutes, 19 entire minutes of pure money making for her. $50 a pop, those incense were. And apparently they're you know they just they were just the buzz that day you know what i'm saying so she did that but i mean i just wanted to mention that because i thought that that was amazing when i saw as far as marketing not the pussy part like i don't (laughs) i wouldn't want to know and of course it's not going to smell like that but i guess you know because i think not i think i know for a fact actually because i read it 
Gwyneth Paltrow um, had made some candles to smell like her vagina as well. And it was called, it is called, if she's still selling it, Goop. Ugh. Well, okay. So that's that. But yeah, so not a lot going on, going on that I want to share as far as what's, what I've been noticing um, in terms of what's been really interesting like that in social media or whatever. Um, I was just, you know, minding my own and just, you know, skimming through, not really paying attention this week. But sometimes it's a good thing, right? To just like, um, what you might call it, detach or, you know, give your attention to things that matter. And, you know, I I, I wrote a post about that, um, about minding your business, minding your business. And not minding your business in a way of being like, uh-uh, you know, mind your business, you know, mind your business, or not being nosy in other people's affair. It's more like minding your business, putting your mind on what matters in your life, putting your mind, turning your attention away from what is not important to your own matters that take precedence you know and it's 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 okay to want to find out what's going on and stay abreast and stay on top of what's going on around you but I'm finding that turning attention to yourself it's also kind of like a, a detox it's a protection from what your eyes see sometimes we need to give our eyes a break there's this of course big talk about detoxing from the social media from media altogether you know keeping your eyes and your ears away unplugging you know from the phone and the computer and and the internet I believe in that I think it's important I think of course now you know they kind of like as much as they're calling internet extreme they're now the whole detox thing is becoming extreme as well and I think it just needs it's just a balance because these are the kind of time we live in we straight up live in the age of in of technology it is going it is internet bound everything is in the internet everything is on social media everything is not that it should because trust me I know you and I when we look at the internet or we turn on our social media and we see certain things and we're like you know what why did that person feel like they had to share this on the internet I mean people are using the internet as a platform uh, 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 to voice just anything you should I think you know anyways I don't want to get philosophical on it but not everything is for everybody to know but um yeah minding your business it's important to just like close the door to your life and just just like when you're home you're home you get home you close the door you clean your own stuff you just mind what's important get your sense of peace so um yeah so that's pretty much um what that was about as far as cultural news i don't particularly have anything that i feel like relaying to you today but what I do want to say though um before I go into talking about the quote that I shared with us earlier in the beginning of the podcast is that it's okay to make mistakes I want to talk a little bit about it's okay to make mistakes because I've learned and I realized that and I don't know if you can relate to this and I'm pretty sure you can but you'll let me know the hardest person that you are on is you am I right 
you are your worst critic. You don't like things about yourself faster and quicker than anybody else could tell you that they don't like. You punish yourself for the thoughts that you have. You feel discouraged about what you are not um, equipped for. You know, you tell yourself quicker and faster than anybody else how bad you are. Now, you may say, no, really, I mean, I don't do that every day. I'm not every day you want to sit and actually wallow in yourself. You know, nobody really has time to entirely sit a whole day and wallow and be harsh with themselves for the things that they do. But it can show in our demeanor. It can show in how we approach life. It can show in how we compare ourselves to others. It's okay to make mistakes, sis. You're not going to have this life thing down pack. You're going to make decisions that you're probably going to regret. You're going to make um, choices that you're not going to be very proud of. But what you got to know is, is that you always have the course of correction option. Meaning you can always go the other way or fix it for yourself. It's okay to make mistakes because that's how we learn. It's okay to not always understand what we do because that's how we grow. When you think you are perfect is when you don't accept mistakes of yourself. On the other side, when you think you are not worthy is when you under, you kind of like um, accept that you make, make make mistakes because of course you, you should make mistakes. You're, insert here, expletive. You're a fuck up, you know? I mean, I just think that we are living in a time where mistakes are so not allowed. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to to be um, human. You're not allowed to just, um, you know, even recover from your mistake. It's like everybody is so entrenched on putting a scarlet letter on everybody. But the biggest person that does that usually is ourselves. And that's actually coming from the fact that other people, you know, really enhance the mistakes that we make. There's not a real root to what I'm talking about. It's not really something that I that I saw. It was just an observation. Believe it or not, actually, nope, that's not true. You know why I'm talking about that? I'm talking about this. The whole Snoop versus Gale thing is still going on. Uh, don't you know that now Red Table Talk... Red Table Talk is a uh, Facebook show where Jada Pinkett Smith, her mom, and her daughter Willow... Are you know it's a good it's a good show. I haven't watched it though. They, they, I think they're on their third season. I haven't watched it, um, but the last two seasons that I saw was pretty. It was pretty good. You know, it's very therapeutic. You know, you have the three generation of women. You know, talking about their what interviewing people with certain societal issues and giving their take on it, and it's very therapeutic. It's actually very well done. You know. Um, but now it's like the season is returning and the first person that they're having on the season, I think it's airing next week, is Snoop Dogg. I don't know what they're going to talk to Snoop about, but I know for damn sure that what they're promoting is the whole Gail um, disrespecting thing. And 
what I the, the the clip goes as such, and I'll put the show notes so that you can see it. I'll put it in the show notes so you can go to the link and see it for yourself. So Jada says, when I saw that you said what you said about Gail, I said, oh, my heart, you know, <laughs> my heart fell to my feet, you know, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm being dramatic. Okay. I thought to myself, no, not Snoop. I mean, I felt like when you, once you said that you took the power from all women, right? Oh, and when, and when I saw that, I, I like, I rolled my eyes all the way back in the back of my head because I'll tell you why sis yes Snoop said what he said he said what he said he called Gail all types of disrespectful bitch okay whatever the word was I don't know but the in the key word that everybody's up in arms about is calling her a bitch and how disrespectful it was right and to me first of all and I'll say this with no uncertain term when Snoop said what he said I knew exactly who he was talking to and who he was talking to was not me because I did not do what Gail did. So no, he did not rob me my power as a black woman. Okay. I'll say that first. And by the way, disclaimer, because I know y'all, some of y'all are probably going to be like, all of a sudden you are actually going to reach out to me at isawordpodcastgmail.com <laughs> and let me know how you feel about this, which I want to know if I, if you don't agree with me, I want to know. All right. I, as a black woman, okay. I did not feel disrespected by Snoop because he wasn't talking to me. No, I don't think that Snoop's statement was general to the whole black woman populace. Three, no, I don't agree that Snoop took, say, said those particular words, but I understand what Snoop was saying and where he was coming from. Four, no, I am not going to equate, <coughs> excuse me, what Snoop said at that particular time to his whole history of rapping and demeaning black women and whatever, whatever, whatever. First of all, we knew Snoop was that. So why didn't we say nothing then? We're saying something now. Oh, he's a disrespectful. He has a history of disrespecting black women. Oh, Snoop has a history. I mean, come on. So now he's the one that's being persecuted. He is the one that's being chastised. He is the one that's being dissected for what he said. And everybody forgot about what Gail did. Gail did. All of a sudden, Gail is the... Oh, she's the product child of abuse, of a, of a verbal attack. And I cannot stand by that. Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And Gail was egregiously wrong. Egregiously wrong. There's no, I mean, this is what I said on, 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 um, I said on Twitter. I said, Gail was disrespectful and tactless, period. Anything that happened after that don't matter. Because anything that happened after that is not going to bring Kobe back. It's not going to bring Gianna back and those seven people. It's not going to make Vanessa Bryan feel better. It's not going to do none of that. It's not going to do any of it. That woman was wrong, wrong, wrong. But to try to make it, oh, what an attack on the whole black women. When did we lose, when did we lose a sense of, um, what you might call it, compartmentalizing? It's like, and, 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 but on the other side though, 
I um, and then of course, guess what? Snoop apologized. Okay, he had to make a public apology, and then Gail is gonna sit there, sit there like a peacock, talking about you know, accept the apology. And I'm like, wow, this is backwards, man. Gail and Oprah has yet to apologize. You know what? I'm gonna get off this topic because I'm getting aggravated. That to me because it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. That was a dead wrong situation. But my point of this whole thing, right, is is that. No, and by the way, no, I hear you out there. I just heard that. Well, Gail made a mistake. No, she didn't. It was premeditated. No, 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 no. I'm going to get, oh, I heard you. Somebody out there said, yeah, but if you're going to talk about it, everybody makes mistakes. Didn't Gail make a mistake when she did? No, it was premeditated. No, but anyways, we're going to talk about that in a second. Ooh, I heard you. I I felt that in my spirit. Somebody who's listening to this is going to say that to themselves. And I caught you. I heard you, sis. I'm going to get to you in a second. But what I'm saying is this here, okay, on a serious note. I feel like, you know, I, and oh, that's another thing too. Had had the same statement, which would have been unlikely, but had the same statement Snoop made came from somebody that's considered more upstanding, like Obama, how would we have reacted then? <clears throat> would we had would we be like oh you know oh my god he was so angry I understand where he's coming from and Gail was wrong just because it's Obama and I'm just using Obama's ex- 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 example because he's considered the utmost black man but to me it's like look wrong is wrong and we have to be able to separate the two I don't feel as a black woman diminished by Snoop for his reaction to loss of his friend and then this woman blatantly premeditatively setting up a stage to uh tarnish his character at the worst possible time and not to get dramatic but the body was not even cold they didn't finish they hadn't even finished the goddamn oh you see i'm getting all worked up they hadn't even finished the damn autopsy on this this, this freaking Oh, Lord have mighty mercy on my soul. Let me tell y'all something. Wrong is wrong. And to me, that woman was unequivocally wrong. And her her actions had nothing to do with me as a black woman. It had nothing to do with you as a black woman. If you, She was wrong, wrong, wrong. And what Snoop said, I don't feel attacked because I don't consider myself a bitch. And I don't, you know what I mean? I don't take it personal. And I did not do any, I did not do or say anything egregious. So my thing is, is that, okay, fine. Let's just say he made a mistake and he apologized for it. Let it be then. Can we focus on the matter at hand? Gail was wrong, period. And you know what? She would have been excused as I've made a mistake had she apologized properly, which she has yet to do. You know, because she's sitting on top of the mountain, untouchable right now. So to me, it's like she did not, it was not a mistake. A mistake is usually reactionary, not scripted. That shit she did was scripted. Snoop was reactionary. It was like, how the hell would, you know, and, and like I said, if somebody comes and says something to you that's crazy, wouldn't you be like, what? Get the, uh, you get all, you get all explicit, explicitive, explicit, excuse me, what's the word? Explit. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. But you get explicit. Thank you. You get explicit. And usually people, and I, I read once, um, once that, you know, a lot of times people with limited vocabulary use explicit to express themselves. That has been the case um, generationally with us as black people where we use explicits to express our anger, our frustrations, our resentment. You know, that's just the best, fastest way we can express ourselves. I don't think that Snoop is illiterate, but in that particular instance, the whole world was not thinking straight. We lost Kobe. 
he lost he, along with his daughter and seven other people in an awful situation. I'm going to get off of that. But all of this to say, sis, you're allowed to make mistakes and you're allowed to recover from your mistakes, irrespective of how people feel about it. Like you might disagree with me about what I'm saying about Snoop, but you know what? We should at least agree to say that, okay, you and I disagree on the fact that how, of his approach. But at this point, you know what? Let him be. Let He made his mistake. If he learned, let him move on. You know what I mean? And so it is in your life and mind, sis. If you made a mistake and you own up to it, be woman enough to own up to it, Gail. Be woman enough to own up to it. Then allow yourself to recover and move on. This life is not going to be perfect. And it's, far, it's, and it's far from it to be meant to be perfect. It's meant to be lived. It's meant to be experienced. It's meant to be shared. And you know you and all your flawless flawlessness is flawless and that honey it's a word it's a good word it's a true word and i stand on my word i had to take a breath on that one i got heated i apologize <laughs> i made a mistake <laughs> oh no because you know what sis i don't like injustice i don't like injustice I don't like um I don't like when people that are I don't like the a, I don't like superiority complex. I don't like that. And irrespective of who it is, I I don't like when people are wrong are not allowed to make themselves, but you know what, make themselves like small and and understand that you know, I don't like people who throw their weight around. I don't know. It's just something about this situation that really didn't sit with my those don't sit with my spirit but you know what that's the way of the world not everything is going to be just and you just gotta you know see the situation and say wow you know what I mean I guess that's the outcome of it but what is the lesson that I gotta learn and I think also it stems from my hurt of the whole Kobe situation that 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 really and I apologize if I sound redundant I certainly don't want to make my podcast like about bringing bringing up the, the the Kobe tragedy but it really I guess it's like subconsciously it impacted me very much so I really was impacted by that as a mom you know Gianna Bryant passing away like I mean there's a lot there's a lot to it and I know in our own all all of us in our own way can find something in this tragedy that affects us and makes us look at life different or and not just that but you know anything that happens around us affects us in a way but to me um that Kobe Bryant it really Kobe Bryant it really impacted me in in a way more so than I thought because I I was I accepted it as a tragedy I thought oh my god you know that's sad and it's somebody that's like way far removed like I mean I have no ties to this man or his family nor not even close um but it it really it really did so to me when I saw this whole situation with I was like uh uh nah 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 that that totally you know like you know team snoop but anyways I don't want to make this podcast any longer than it is because I know you got things to do today, sis, and I do too. Because I have to, you know, soon, soon I have to head to the schools and pick up my peanuts. But um, I, um, I want to tell you something. I watch um, Dion Cole's Cold Hearted Netflix special. It's called Cold Hearted, his comedy special on Netflix. Let me tell you something that. Um, 
that man is funny i watched i think i watched it i I don't even know how many times i watched it it is funny break your rib laughing funny he is an amazing comedian and i'm glad that he's getting his as a matter of fact he won the NAACP uh, the NAACP image award for best supporting actor in um acting um um what's the name of that thing blackish i don't know if you want anything for grownish which is the spin-off but he is hilarious and he deserves it he's been in the game a long long time i remember watching his um stand up l- years ago so he made it to netflix congrats to dion cole and uh wow the thing about that special is that he talks funny but he has some word the whole show is it's a word like <laughs> he has some words especially for us black women listen he did not he does not mince words I'm, and I wrote this on my Twitter. I was like, man, Dion Cole's is is one funny show because it's funny and it makes you want to get your life together at the same time because he is really good. Like, he he's, he'll share some, he'll drop some jewels on his sister, you know? So one of the things he was talking about, the quote that I that I got from this special says, he says, he said, you're going to let your I ain't years run into your I can't years. Now, okay, in full disclaimer, when he was talking about that, he was not talking about what I'm getting ready to talk about. He was talking about something else. And I'm going to like urge you to go watch the show so you can see it for yourself. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But when he, that amongst a whole other, a whole bunch of other affirmations that he talked about in there, other things, not affirmations, I'm sorry, my words are all over the place today. But um, other, you know, kind of like sayings that he had, that's what I was looking for, sayings. He said that, and to me, I said, whoa. He said, you're going you gonna to let your I ain't ears run into your I can't ears. And what he was talking about is he said, black women, women, but I'm going to say black women because this is a black women's podcast, okay? He was talking about how we really deny ourselves so much. We deny ourselves so much. We de- Everything that we encounter we come with that spirit of uh-uh nah i ain't gonna do this i ain't gonna do that no way like we have a confrontational i don't uh, see there i go i don't even want to use the word confrontational because black women is known to be confrontational that's not what i meant i retract my statement your honor what i'm saying is that we have this shield i'll say that there you go because it's not the confrontation it's that the overly protective of ourselves to the point that we deny ourselves experiences in life and I had to sit back on that I actually paused that part and I thought about it because it's one thing about me is when I listen to something and it impacts me even if it's different from the person who says it their narrative but it hits me in a different way I'm, I, I pause on it and I'm like why how do I feel about what was just said okay and I've really took a step back and I thought about it and I'm like wow you know this is talking about regret this is talking about regret because every time you deny yourself an opportunity or an experience or simple things in life an idea um, you deny yourself change you deny yourself trying something new you're setting yourself up for regret sis 
I saw all my life what regret looks like um, through my parents and through the things that I've been through. When I was growing up, I was like, I don't want to be like my mom. Not because of the efforts that my mom, my mom was a hardworking black woman trying to raise you know, her children the best way she could with the means that she has as a Haitian immigrant. And I'll give you more details on that in my background story coming up shortly in a podcast near you. <laughs> but I saw how she lived. And I saw things about her that I did not want to emulate in my life. And because of that, that created a clash in personality between her and me. But I was like, man, I don't want to find myself in life not being able to insert here. Whether it's a big thing or a small thing. Because it was easier for me to say, nah. Instead of saying, why not? And every time you groove your thinking and your mind to deny yourself, you're not only, you're, you're becoming hardened. You harden yourself to the possibility of change. You harden yourself to the opportunities that life can bring you. You even limit yourself to your own growth because trying that new thing and experience, like I was talking about before, it helps you discover you. But anytime you refuse what life brings you, whether good or bad, I include bad in this, whether good or not so good, then you're shutting the door to an opening to a road on a journey where you could be going that could make life better for you or that can make you love you more and also you find yourself at the mercy of regret where one day where you would want to say I want to you won't be able to usually they say that about when you become a mom I was told that a lot when you're going to be a mom you're not going to be able to da 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 Oh, you're a mom now. You can't da-da-da. And I would actually accept that and say, well, I'm a mom now, so I guess I can't. And that made me very bitter. That made me resentful. That made me really sad because I'm like, how in the world am I at this stage in my life and I'm already in I can't? I can't do it because I have to raise my children? Thankfully, we, did, we live in a time now that women are constantly showcasing that you can be a mom and do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> if you put your mind to it, you have a schedule, you get your coins, you can be a multipreneur and be a mom. I read a story one time of this woman who had like an oil, scented oil line, and she had 14 children. She was Arab. 14 children, homeschooled them, and she was a, she was a million dollar entrepreneur. I was like, you know what? Women are magical. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Women are magical. I read that. I don't remember her name. That was years, years, years ago. I wouldn't even know where to look to find her name, truthfully. I probably could. You should probably just Google it. But she has a oil, like scented oil line. So this to say that, I said, my God, how am I at this stage in my life and I can't? So all this stuff, all of a sudden I reviewed my life and I'm like, all of the things that I ever wanted to do are now in my I can't, I'm in my I can't years because at the time I said, I ain't you. No, I ain't going to do it. And I'm saying this to share this with you as I close out the podcast. Girl, listen, 
Live your life, okay? Do what you got to do. Give yourself a chance to experience things. Give yourself a chance to try new things. Give yourself the opportunity to, you know, whether the result comes out the way you want to or not, that's not the point. The point is one day you're going to be able to say, you know what? I remember I did that. When you did that thing, what did you learn from yourself? Did it make you a better person? Did you like it? Did you not like it? If you didn't, why? What can you what can you take from that experience? And I'm not talking about the worst type of things, okay? Like, I mean, use discernment, please. Disclaimer, use discernment. Don't be like, ooh, Golden said I have to experience new thing. So I'm about to try to see what that, uh, uh, I don't even know what drugs they have nowadays, that ecstasy be doing. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about things like that. There's, you know, you do what you do you, okay? Well, I'm I'm a grown woman. I don't I don't know what none of that stuff. Okay, that I'm on the I'm on the grown woman talk. Okay, what I'm saying is, if you want to start that business, just do it. Try it. If you want to get into a relationship, go for it. Try it. You have no time like the present. You have nobody but yourself. And I'm not. And this is not a forced thing either. It's not like, well, I guess I should try it because I want to get the experience. Of course, you choose. You have the power of choice here. My goal is is, is that don't set yourself up for regret where one day you're going to say, I can't or I wish I had. Because in, this is the, uh, it's the scariest look in somebody's eyes when they are into their I can't ears. It's the most somber look. It's the most darkest thing in somebody's spirit when they said, I wish I had. We really have to stop denying ourselves happiness, sis. Really, truthfully. And, I'm, and, I'm, and as I'm telling you this, I'm feeling it myself. Because I've done it for so long. Denying myself happiness. Denying myself things that I want. Pursuing things because I'm worried about whether other people are going to think. Like we talked about last week because I don't know, I'm not sure, or just like the uncle was doing, I ain't, uh-uh, not me, uh-uh, I ain't trying to be doing none of that. Uh, you know, like all of those, you know, stereotypical things that we are told as black women we do, but truthfully, between you and me, because we're having a sister talk right now, we really do it. <laughs> we really do do it. And that's part of setting yourself free, sis. That's part of the freedom that you deserve to experience and live your life and be happy with yourself and tell yourself that you are worth living a life worth living if that makes sense you are worth living a life worth living and with that my dear sis that's the word that i'm leaving you with for today that's the issa word And this was another episode of It's a Word Podcast. Sis, thank you so much for sitting with me. Thank you for listening to what I had to say today. This episode was a little longer, so I really appreciate your time. And that's why I want to hear your feedback too. You must email me at itsawordpodcast at gmail.com. Itsawordpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And I also look forward to talking to you real soon, sis. I hope you have a great week. But until then, live boldly, laugh hard, and love even harder. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.